Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome to DC Collectors Radio for the week of August 2018. Technically, this is episode three, but I think I'm going to stop using episode numbers and just go with uh, the week. Sounds better to me than using episode numbers. So this week, we actually had a little more uh, toy news than we did last week. Yay! And a lot less movie news. So um, without further ado... I'll introduce myself. I'm Ashley Wilbanks, owner and uh, podcaster for DCCollectors.com, the best place on the internet to get all of your DC toy fix. Uh, We provide news, reviews, galleries, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, And it's all geared towards DC Comics toys and collectibles so if you're a fan of dc comics if you're a fan of dc toys and dc collectibles not just the company but actual dc collectibles statues toys clothing art uh then you'll like the site i hope you i hope you like the site i hope you come over and and enjoy the site and i hope that you comment on the site i love comments on Twitter and Facebook, and and we do have some good discussion on those sites. But it would really be nice if if we could if people would start commenting on the posts on the actual website. Uh, we use Discus as our commenting platform, and you can log in via Facebook, Twitter, uh, several other things to to actually comment and post on on articles. And I would love to to start funneling more of our users into, into commenting on the actual website. Uh, it just makes things nice. And the Google likes it when it sees more comments, it makes it seem like it's more active. Not that we're not active. We do get a lot of visitors. It's just, it'd be nice to get those, those comments on the website. So if, if you need a home to talk about toys and collectibles in the DC comics realm, Please go to dccollectors.com and look, read the articles, look at them, read them, and comment on them. I'd love to hear your opinions on things. And and that's what we're all here for, to share views and news, all that good stuff. So without further ado, let's let's get into the toy news for the week. First up and foremost, Funko announced their Aquaman product for the upcoming Aquaman film. And of course it's Funko. So you know, you're going to have pops and mystery minis and, uh, Funko did not disappoint this go around. Uh, as far as mystery minis goes, um, so it, the initial 12 will be Aquaman gladiator. I'm not sure what that is. It's some kind of, uh, different costume than we've seen in any of the trailers it's uh looks a lot like regular aquaman just with this gladiator looking helmet on um we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute uh an aquaman gladiator with a uh patina finish uh i don't see that one in the list 
but I mean, I don't, it, it lists it out as what's available, but I don't see a picture for it. Of course you get Mara, uh, Black Manta, King Orm in gold armor, King Orm as Ocean Master, uh, King Orm as Ocean Master Chrome variant, an uh, Atlantean guard, uh, Princess Scales, this is new, and the Elite Commando. Now, Princess Scales is this cute little, it's hard to describe, looks almost fishy, but, you know, like a little kid, looks very um, Disney almost, I don't know how to describe it, that's the best word I can use to describe it, but um, I tell you what, man, James Wan is really building something special with this Aquaman film, and I'm so psyched i can't wait to see it uh i think what we're starting to see is just the tip of the iceberg the trailer was just the tip of the iceberg this is almost star wars underwater it just looks it looks so fantastic and some of these designs are just awesome uh of course you get two pocket pop keychains featuring one's aquaman one's black manta and then The big daddy of them all, the ones that everybody wants, are the Pops, uh, the Pop vinyl figures. So the basic assortment that you'll be able to buy anywhere, everywhere you go, uh, Black Manta, Aquaman in his orange and green traditional DC Comics look, uh, Ocean Master or Orm, uh, Mera, and then there's one called the name of the pop is Arthur Curry, but this is the one where he's look. He looks like he's in that. I'm assuming a gladiator outfit. It looks like, from what I can tell, and the pictures aren't that aren't that big. It looks like it may be the Aquaman suit from Justice League, maybe with some sort of additional chest piece and a helmet. With this uh, one, two, three, four, five, five star spiky thing. I don't know how to describe it really other than it's a gladiator type helmet. Um, inter- interesting that they call this figure Arthur Curry though. Um, it, very interesting. Now, you can also find a GameStop exclusive Mira. And this Mira fi- uh, pop features... Uh, I don't know how to describe This is almost like a Barbie dress, maybe. It looks like Mara Barbie, but it, you know, it almost looks like something that you would see in The Phantom Menace or, the, or Attack of the Clones if you were looking at what Padme had on. I mean, it's colorful and uh, really fantasy looking i want to say uh so it's going to be interesting there's been a little backlash i've seen over this dress uh it was first seen at the mattel booth at san diego comic-con in a uh i think it was a 12 inch doll with that dress on and a lot of people didn't like it personally i don't want to judge it until i see it in the film you know we haven't seen live action amber heard in that outfit yet so let's let's hold judgment until then um if you are looking at walmart they have an exclusive uh black manta pop looks like a gold i mean a not a gold i'm sorry a black not chrome but uh 
a black kind of sheen to it, a real shiny black uh, paint application. And this covers the whole thing. You know, no red eyes. It's all black, but it's really shiny black. I guess you could call it chrome, but I don't want to go that far. Um, Then you get the the patina Arthur Curry pop, just a nice uh, brass-looking pop that's been... uh, set out in the sun for a little while and it, and it gets this uh rustic looking paint application i don't know I, I don't know another way to describe it it's kind of weird and finally target has an exclusive black manta pop and this looks like the exact opposite of the walmart exclusive in that this one is sort of it's not it's obviously not chrome it's almost a satin kind of look to the black but everything's black no red eyes uh no color to it at all just black now according to funko these should be around november i'm sorry these all should be out in november now i'm thinking that there will probably be don't quote me on this but there will probably be gamestop exclusive mystery minis and maybe a another maybe a target or walmart as well but this initial release announcement doesn't say anything about mystery mini exclusives it just says here are the mystery minis that uh, come in this assortment and uh that's 12 mystery minis so 12 boxes in a mystery mini case so i'm assuming you're going to get every single one in that case Obviously, there are probably some uh, some figures that they haven't teased yet, just waiting in the winds. Don't quote me on that, but I would just guess that that would be the case. Uh, in other news, Kid Robot is releasing a new Harley Quinn figure, and this is uh, this is a really nice looking Harley Quinn figure. Now, it's not going to be comic accurate looking. It's uh, it's made by uh, Brant Peters. I don't know if you've ever heard of Brant Peters, but he makes some really cool looking puppet style figures. And this is one of them. Uh, you know, it's not really a puppet, but it has this puppet vibe to it. I don't know if it's because it's the because of the ropes hanging off of her arms and legs, but um, it's uh, it's got a really distinct look to it and if you and you really need to go check out dccollectors.com and and search up uh kid robot and check this figure out it's uh it it retails for 150 bucks uh so it's about 10 and a half inches tall but when you see it it's easily the most uh unique harley quinn figure that you'll probably ever see uh, I know, I know. There's been some artist renditions of some statues released and things like that, but this, this takes the cake. It, uh, it's uh, absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it is absolutely gorgeous. It comes with a wooden plank type base that she's walking on, kind of tight roping the plank there. Uh, looks really good, and the packaging looks great. Of course, we don't really care about packaging because we're gonna break that thing open and and display this Harley Quinn. Uh, when we get it, but check out, uh, check out kid robot and Brant Peters for this Harley Quinn figure. Cause y- you won't be disappointed 
when you check that out. Um, in other news, I don't know how many of you play the DC Miniatures game from Night Models. I don't. I know uh, they have a Batman Miniatures game and a DC uh, Universe Miniatures game. I don't play either one. I'm, I'm not a big miniatures gamer. So uh, you don't have to worry about me playing playing those games. But the, the little uh, miniature figures that come with it, the unpainted ones, some of them are actually really cool. <clears throat> now at a one and a half to two inch scale, uh, they're not very big. And my painting skills would uh, probably not allow me to do these things justice. So I would probably have to pay somebody to paint this up for me professionally. But, anywho, uh, the latest two figures that were announced were Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. And these two figures, well, these two characters are my favorites in the DC Universe. If you release a Blue Beetle figure... A Booster Gold, or any toy, a Booster Gold toy, Mr. Miracle toy, Guy Gardner toy, you're speaking to me. You're pulling at the money strings in my, in my wallet. <clears throat> so I'm going to have to get these two. Uh, now, I think it's going to run about 20 bucks or so when they do release. And technically, they're in, in the UK, they should already be out. I don't know about the US. You know, you'd have to import those things. And I'm sure we could find them on Amazon. But if you head on over to dccollectors.com and check check out the article about the Blue Beetle and Booster Gold Knights model Knight models miniatures, you can see what they will look like once you have painted them. And like I said, if I were to get some of these, I would definitely have to pay somebody to do these for me. Another news: Figures Toy Company uh, revealed the Bane figure that they're working on. Now, if you're not familiar with Figures Toy Company, they have basically gone. And recreated what Mego was doing back in the late 70s. Uh, or mid to late 70s. This DC Comics Batman Bane figure. Who oh boy. <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's a bad figure. The head sculpt looks good. The, the figure itself looks good. I mean, if you got to take this into consideration. This is... These figures are based on 70s versions of Mego figures. So they're intended to kind of fall in line with that with that style. So it's not going to look like a modern day action figure. I mean, these come with cloth uh, clothing and and uh, it's just it, it's not going to look like a normal action figure would today. I think it looks decent for what they were aiming at. Honestly, go to dccollectors.com and check out the Bane figure. <clears throat> I know somebody on Facebook commented that it looks like he stole Goku's pants. <laughs> I had to chuckle because he's kind of right. He does look like he stole Goku's pants. But you can't really fault Figures Toy Company on this because it it does fall in line with the rest of the Mego assortment or the rest of their DC Comics action figures. It's just again, it's trying to it's trying to to fit in a seventies figure line that appeals to a certain collector, right? When I was growing up, I had 
I had Amigo Superman figure and Amigo Robin figure. And for some reason, I was I was just a little kid, probably three, four at the time. So the clothes were constantly coming on and off. Superman looked cool. Uh, Robin had these big oven mitt gloves on. I hated and I hated with a passion, so they never stayed on. But um, they were cool at the time. I played the, I played with them. Played with them really hard. Don't have them anymore. Um, they were thrown away during the toy purge of the mid-80s. That's what my mom likes to call it. But um, I finally remember those two figures. This Bane would fit in perfect with those figures. Perfect with those figures. It's just not... I don't think it will appeal to collectors today's collector it will appeal it will appeal to those who have this nostalgic place in their heart for the Mego line and you know another thing that i uh, i'm kind of concerned about is how will figures toy company work with Mego's revival because Mego is having a little revival now they're coming back they're making action figures again in the same style that they had. So there's this little competition that's going to be made between these two companies. Is there room on the market for both of these companies to, to sell these type figures that honestly, I just think appeals to a certain demographic that is not that large. I don't know. Time will, time will tell. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but again, if you like the Mego style figures and you like what Figures Toy Company has done to this point, you'll probably like this Bane figure um, because it looks good in that style. But he definitely does look like he's borrowed Goku's pants. I can understand why that comment was made. Uh, other news, Hasbro and DC Comics settle the Bumblebee trademark dispute. Now... <clears throat> This is a weird one. Um, of course, we all know Bumblebee the Transformer, the little Volkswagen bug who in the later new movies changed into a Camaro. And the Bumblebee character from DC Superhero Girls who originally appeared in Teen Titans, you know, back in 1977. Um and we did see her in Young Justice, too. I, I think it was the second season of Young Justice. She was in there. But according to uh, this uh, article from uh, Variety, <clears throat> the uh, DC, uh, or DC settled with Hasbro for the naming rights. Didn't say that didn't reveal the terms of the settlement, but it said Judge Lorna Schofield of the Southern District of New York ordered the case dismissed on Wednesday upon receiving a settlement notice from DC's attorneys. Now, how does this affect? I know it's not going to affect Bumblebee from Transformers. They win, right? They get the settlement. How does it affect Bumblebee, the DC Comics character? That's an interesting question because you have. Lego sets that feature Bumblebee from DC Superhero Girls, and then you have an active DC Superhero Girls toy line from Mattel. Do they stop using that name? Do they stop producing the figure? 
surely they don't stop producing the figure. Um, maybe they change the name up like DC's Bumblebee or something along that line. Um, or superhero Bumblebee. Uh, something similar to to the way the Transformers do now. Um, Autobot Ratchet. Or you know, in, in specific cases where they have lost the trademark for a particular name like ratchet you'll a lot of times you'll see autobot ratchet or autobot jazz so um since uh the terms of the settlement were not disclosed it might be a little while before we know the official outcome of this but it looks like hasbro did win the uh court case um <clears throat> i don't know how many of you are following Jason Fabic on YouTube, but he has his, he just started a new YouTube channel and basically what he's doing so far is breaking down the, the, um, production and design of the new DC essentials figures from DC collectibles. <clears throat> he just released a new video uh, focusing on the Batman figure, which I just picked up the Batman and Deathstroke figures last week. So hopefully there'll be a review coming soon, as soon as I get time. But he does a really, really great job just going through his whole design process for the figures, creating that basic book and getting everything looking just like he wants it before he hands it off to sculptor Paul Harding. Sculpts it and gives us that 3D action figure that we that we see at the end um you need to really check it out uh you can go to i can't remember the name of the of his youtube video off the top of my head but if you go to dccollectors.com we have links to his uh youtube videos which are really really good really good and of course uh batman day dc comics announced the um, date for Batman Day, September 15th, 2018. Uh, head out to your local comic shop. Hopefully your comic shop will participate in Batman Day and you'll have lots of uh, Batman-themed parties and and uh, online activity kits. And, of course, digital sales out the wazoo for Batman comics. Uh and I know I've seen a lot of comic book, especially Batman comic book artists, scheduling uh, appearances at certain big comic book shops around the country. So you uh, definitely want to uh, hit one of those. Um, some of the key Batman Day partners for that day will be Barnes & Noble. So if you have one of those, hit it up. Indigo, Books of Me, and and a few more that were not named. So all of those places will be having some event based around Batman. So be sure to check those out. All right, so that's going to do it for the news. It's toy news for this week. Let's dive right into the comic review. So this week I read uh, Aquaman 39, Batman 53, Damage number 8, Green Lanterns 53, um, <clears throat> Justice League number six, and I believe that might be it. Yep, that was it. That was all I read this week. A uh, lot to choose from. This week, you know, I really enjoy 
what Scott Snyder's doing with Justice League. At times it has me confused and because I think it's too big of a story, but then he brings it all back in and, and the art in it is just phenomenal. Uh, and normally I would go with Justice League as being the top dog, but there was some really good stuff this week. There was some really good stuff. Uh, I tend, well, I don't say that. Aquaman was a really good book this week. It was the continuation of the the uh, Sink Atlantis story that was started in last week's Suicide Squad book. Um, and, you know, as the second part goes, it, it, it has a little lull in it um, to me, but it, it left me at a point where I can't wait to pick up the next issue. Uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to part three of that. Batman 53, you know, the the two books building up to this story where Batman is in court, or, or Bruce Wayne is in court, trying to uh, defend Mr. Freeze as a juror. He's a juror, and he's trying to uh, convince the jury that Batman made a mistake and to let Mr. Freeze go. And it's really like a self-look from Bruce's perspective at Batman and why he's Batman and, and the way people perceive Batman. Now, normally I would put this book because the first two issues were good. I don't think this one, it didn't end like I thought it would end. So that kind of left me a little down on this book. So I don't think that will be the top spot, but the one book that did surprise me was damage number eight. Now, I wasn't a big fan of this book in the beginning when it first debuted. It took a few issues to to get me going, but I like the idea of this this regular guy who for one hour a day can turn into this super monster um, of of Hulk proportions and uh, do some damage, as the book says. Uh, this book is my pick of the week, damage number eight. Uh, it's, it's not, you're not coming into a jumping on, on point with this book. So you definitely would have had to read a few issues to, to know what was really going on, but I like the pacing of the book. I like how everything is starting to, to build in this book. So I definitely recommend damage, damage number eight as my DC comics pick of the week. Alrighty, in movie news, let's cover a little bit of that before we wrap it up for this week. And there's not much of it. Uh, there's a couple of uh, rumors and old news concerning Green Lantern. Uh, it seems Mark Wahlberg was at one time the top pick to play Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern movie reboot. But apparently that is long over. That's no longer a consideration. And now Tom Cruise is up for the role. Although he has a couple of uh, issues, sticking points with the uh, movie if he is to play Hal Jordan. Apparently, Hal Jordan, spoiler alert, was going to die in this first film. And Tom Cruise wanted him to live so he could play Hal Jordan many, many more times. 
I think I would rather see Mark Wahlberg. I'd rather have Marky Mark as Hal Jordan over Tom Cruise. I'm not a Tom Cruise fan at all. Please don't do Tom Cruise. Uh, you know, if, if, if they put Tom Cruise in a DC movie, I'm just going to say it. I may not even go see the movie. As much as I love DC Comics, that's how much I dislike Tom Cruise. I may not see Green Lantern if if he is actually the Green Lantern. Um, so hopefully that that <laughs> that news does not come to fruition. Uh, also, it appears that Warner Brothers wants female directors for the upcoming Supergirl and Batgirl movies. Uh, I think they have seen that with the success of Wonder Woman compared to Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, and Man of Steel, and that Patty Jenkins directed Wonder Woman, I think that they might be thinking to themselves, this might be the way to go. And that's why you've seen so much emphasis on uh, Supergirl and Batgirl films lately, uh, Birds of Prey lately. Uh, why they have hired, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, the lady to direct a New Gods film. I'm all for it. And I hope they all work out and they make super huge DC Comics films that are blockbusters. I don't care who directs it. I just want them to be blockbuster films, no matter who. And, and if... And if it's a female director, kudos to her. And I hope it helps bring the spotlight more to female directors. But I ultimately want the best film that can possibly be put out to help bring these DC characters to the forefront of uh, mainstream media and help uh, help put them on the same level as Marvel. Because right now, I think as far as movies go, DC's hurting really, really bad. And... Um, and I don't like being being picked on on the internet about my favorite things like DC Comics. <laughs> nah, it really doesn't matter to me. I'm a big boy. I can take all that. But I just hope that DC Comics hires the right people to make the best films they can possibly make. All right. Well, that's, that's going to do it for this week's episode of uh, DC Collectors Radio. It was a short one. I know. Sorry. I'm fighting a little bit of... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, a sore throat here, so I'm sort of trying to keep from going hoarse. Um, You can always find us on dccollectors.com. That's the best way to find us. Come chat with us on some of the articles. Give your opinions and reviews. We want that. Uh, You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dccollectors. We're on Twitter at dccollectors. Same thing, Instagram at dccollectors. Tag us. If you want to send questions to us on the podcast, um... I would love for you to uh, ask any questions that you want. Maybe I can answer them um, on the podcast about DC toys. <clears throat> I'm not saying I am an expert in that area. I do know quite a bit because I've been collecting these things for a long time. So if you if you want to, go to dccollectors.com slash contact dash us. Um and uh, submit your question in that in those uh, fields, and I will be happy to include it on the next episode of the podcast. Um, also, if you want to have your uh, DC Comics collection displayed, hit that same webpage, dccollectors.com slash contact dash us. And uh, tell me you want your uh, 
your uh, collection displayed on the website. We do it every Saturday at 9 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Um, last week's collection wasn't the biggest collection that we've displayed, but it was a nice collection of Britt Toomey's um, DC collection of statues. He has um, some pretty nice Prom 1 and, and Sideshow statues on display. Go check that out and check out past um, fan collections on the site. Just let me know. We can always uh, I can always schedule you for a Saturday. Alrighty, well, that's going to do it for this week. Peace out.